counsel a couple who wants to get married and what to do when you are struggling to pray what to do when you are struggling to pray listener it might be that you are presently struggling to pray it might be that you have been struggling to pray for a while um, it also might be that you are have a wonderful prayer life and uh, you would like to give some tips some engagements uh, about prayer I'd appreciate those it might be that you have some questions about prayer it might be that you have children or you are going to be getting married soon and you would like some interaction about counseling couples that are going to get married i'm about to drop 10 trip uh, 10 10 tips for a wonderful marriage now i'm only kidding um but how do you go about accessing counseling uh before you get married let's start off with the with the prayer conversation even as we say hello to ben uh, who's listening on apple and ben is from bloemfontein and engaged with us on whatsapp ben uh, great to have people from all over the country i mean we recognize that the radio pulpit audience is in bloemfontein in bloemhof and in benoni <laughs> three b's there you go um all over sunny south africa including beyond very frequently we have folk tuning in from south america from europe uh, and from other countries it's great to have all of you with us today um, and thank you for joining us on this Friday for a Bible Q&A show what to do when you struggle to pray I don't know about you listener but I certainly have in my Christian walk um, from time to time struggled to pray um, I've gone through periods of spiritual drought where I have battled um, to find either the motivation or sometimes the time um, and sometimes because I'm in a sinful state the inclination to pray what do you do when you are struggling to pray I don't know if it's common to all people but as our pastor folk and as our council folk I think it's common to many that at some stage during our Christian walk we do battle in the area of prayer Here's a couple of ideas um, which come to mind as I am thinking of what I have done when I have struggled to pray and when I think of how I have counseled people who have struggled to pray. The first and I think most important thing to talk about is actually just the gospel. I mean, the reality is we speak to God out of hearts which have been won by God. It's very important that we have a relationship with God. Prayer isn't a set of rituals or a set of magic words that we say um, at specific times of the day in order to get what we want from a higher being or deity. Prayer is a conversation. It is a communion with a person that we know. It is part of just relating. I mean, you think of your relationships that are important to you in life, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a marriage, whether it be a relationship with a child. The reality is those relationships are, are built upon a um, uh, upon communication and prayer is a mechanism of communicating with God and so even as we come to the topic of struggling to pray I think we do need to start off with the gospel and how do we get into right communication with God well we hear that we are sinners and separated from God in actual fact at enmity with God rebellious against God no right to approach him or approach his throne and pray to him or communicate with him in any way except for this that God while we were yet sinners sent his son Jesus Christ 
to die for us. And in the death of Christ, we have a possibility of a restoration of relationship with God. It is a most amazing thing. Not only that, Jesus Christ rose from the grave in victory over death, uh, ascended into heaven and is at the right hand of the Father interceding. That means praying on our behalf. The call on our lives is to repent of our sin and cast ourselves not on our own work or on our own worthiness, but upon the finished work of Jesus Christ who died for our sins. When we get that right, we enter into a new relationship. In fact, according to the book of Romans chapter 8, we are told that the Holy Spirit is given to us and our very first prayer is a cry of Abba Father. That word Abba is the kinds of words that babies make as they approach their own human father. Um, Paul is saying that, that as we come to faith and trust in Jesus Christ, as the Holy Spirit is given to us, we have the ability to cry out to our God who is in heaven, a most remarkable thing. And so it's very important when we come to difficulty praying that we at least start with the gospel and recognize that we have the right to even approach the throne room as grace as children of the most high god if we are in the person of jesus christ if we placed our faith and trust in him and the holy spirit has been given to us and cries out from within us of this new adopted relationship that we have with god But I don't want to just stop there because I do believe that many believers struggle at times to pray. In other words, they've put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ, but they go through periods where they languish in this most wonderful opportunity to commune with God. So what do we say to them? Well, the second thing that I would say then is to remember who you have both within you and who you have next to the Father. And that's a, that, that's, that comes out of that gospel proclamation which I already have spoken about. You have the Holy Spirit in you. In fact, that book of Romans, that chapter number 8, it talks about the Holy Spirit interpreting our prayers it talks about creation groaning under the fall under just the mess that we see around us i mean the world is a mess it doesn't matter if you're thinking of the climate or politics or just whatever it might be we hear of mess we hear of problems we hear of destruction and turmoil and tribulation everywhere where we look well it turns out that all creation is under that same curse and there's a sense poetically at least that creation is groaning for a change well the same way that creation is groaning for a change a restoration so too we groan and sometimes our groans are interpreted by the holy spirit within us and so sometimes as we are struggling to pray it might be because we don't know what to pray friend you have the holy spirit within you interpreting your prayers before the throne of god but not only that you have jesus christ our high priest at the side of the father making intercession for us the whole point of a prophet was a prophet spoke to God's people on behalf of God. The whole point of a priest is a priest speaks to God on behalf of his people. Jesus Christ is our high priest and he is speaking to God on our behalf, making intercessions for us. We have the Holy Spirit in us praying for us. We have Jesus Christ next to the Father praying for us. Friends, when we are struggling with prayer, we can rest in the Spirit of God and the Son of God to make intercessions for us. Let me give you a a third reality that I think of when I think of struggling with prayer, and that's 
that of Scripture. I really believe part of the reasons why we struggle with prayer is because we don't know how to pray what we ought. (laughs) And we would know a whole lot better how to pray, what to pray and when to pray if we spent more time in God's Word and looking at the prayers of God's Word. Now, Scripture is rich with prayer. We could look at the prayers of Paul. In most of his epistles, he has moments where he prays for the church that he is writing to. And his prayers are rich and they are dynamic and they are God-glorifying and they are encouraging to the listeners who read them. But maybe also to say that uh, we have an entire book of prayer. It's a book of song, but many of the songs are prayers to God Almighty. And I'm talking about the Psalms here. The Psalms are filled with rich prayers of people who cry out to God, sometimes in the most desperate situations of life. Other times when they are experiencing the greatest joys of life. Sometimes when they are offering thanks to God, sometimes when they are raising petition and supplication and making their requests known to God. But the book of Psalms is a rich mechanism that believers have to go through in order to interact with God's word and see how believers through the ages have prayed to Almighty God. Are you struggling with prayer? Because that's really the question that we're asking. Can I encourage you to go and read God's word? Go and read the the prayers of Solomon or go and read the prayers of Moses. I, I think of the prayers of Moses at the end of the book of Deuteronomy where he talks about who God is and he talks about what God has done. He, he talks about what God has done with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm bringing God's people out of Egypt. And he talks about who God is, um, majestic and mighty, strong, uh, a God of covenant, uh, an almighty God. Moses prayed about who God is and what God has done and how we should therefore reflect worship to him and live lives to his praise and glory and prayers which are well worth pondering on. God's word is rich with prayer. If you are struggling to pray, if you don't know the words to pray, spend time in God's word and learn from other saints, which really raises the next point. And I'm kind of saying these as they come to me um but the next one is is really learn from god's people um it's true the bible is a rich source of prayer to us but i have been greatly encouraged by spending time with older saints uh, older than i mean i'm already old <laughs> i was in a bible study last night and all the young adults and by young adults i mean i mean people in their 20s hung around and eventually i got to a stage where i had to go to bed and i invited them to go home and uh and i was reminded that i am getting old but let's just let's just go with mid-aged okay i'm i'm 45 46 in that region i think my wife would probably say i'm 47 she's more accurate when it comes i round down she rounds up um but but, but let's say i'm mid-aged I've received much benefit from hanging around people who are older than me, not just age-wise, but older than me in the faith, and listening to their prayers. And I can name a number of people in my life that have been that have greatly impacted the way I pray. I think of Molly Stead, um, who who is in her eighties. Um, when Molly prays, uh, she prays to a God whose presence she has felt and has walked alongside of her for many years. And, and I love listening to Molly's prayers. They they are at once simple, um, 
but they have a a richness about them, a depth of relationship about them that I aspire to. I, I think of uh, another man who's older than me, uh, Les, um, from Central Baptist Church in Pretoria. Uh, when Les prays, um, I smile. He, he's very practical in his prayers. He prays for people and he prays for the tasks that are in front of us. Um, uh, but again, his prayers flow from a person who's been praying to God for many, many years. He encourages me to pray more. If you are struggling to pray, hang out with people that pray more than you. Can I encourage you to join the prayer service before your Sunday morning service? Um, most churches have something of a prayer team that probably gathers for an hour or half an hour before the service. If you would like to learn how to pray, join that group. If you're in that group, can I encourage you to keep your prayers to like a minute or two at a time and pray for a specific thing one at a time so that those who are young in the faith can hear specific prayers, pray to Almighty God and can learn how to petition God both for Sunday services but also for the needs of the people within your community. Let me give you another way. I think we're on five or six now. Let me give you another mechanism that can help you to learn how to pray. Now, these are two, uh, three books that I have engaged with over the years. The first book is, um, is actually one of my top three books that I've ever read in my entire life. It's called Valley of Vision. Um, Valley of Vision is a collection of Puritan prayers. It is a beautiful book. It is thematic, so each prayer is on a specific theme. It covers a variety of Puritans from John Owen and Thomas Watson and um, and various different other Puritans. It doesn't attribute the prayers to the specific Puritans, but rather is a collection out of their writings and out of their prayers compiled to the topics by the author. It is a fantastic fantastic book. It's a very useful book for corporate. In fact, I'm going to give you four resources to go and check out of uh, of folk that have uh, that are long departed. Um, but Valley of Vision, I'd put at the top in terms of learning how to pray in a devotional way. The second resource that I would point you to is, I think it's MatthewHenry.org. MatthewHenry.org. Um, dot org matthewhenry.org let's see i'm i'm trying to call it up on my pc while we wait here yes this is matthew henry's method for prayer now matthew henry was a very well-known commentator on all of the bible um a, a very useful devotional puritan commentator um well worth reading uh, from time to time i've certainly consumed him much over the years but in actual fact whilst his commentary is good his little booklet on prayer, which is an, an assembly of prayers on specific topics, um, working through adoration, confession, supplication, and petition, I find even more useful than his commentary. Um, and they are captured on MatthewHenry.org, both in the first person, so prayers I may make either for myself as an individual or individually on behalf of others, or corporate prayers so that uh, you can immediately go from the first person to the third person and speak in we and ours um, and use the various different verses that he has collected in and uh, and attributed to various different prayers through God's word. It is a fabulous resource from a believer who has long since expired. The third resource that I'd like to point you to um, is again a collection of Puritan prayers. It's a collection that was made by an author named Tim Chester and 
I've realized that I have forgotten Tim Chester's Puritan prayers. Um, I've forgotten the, the, the title of of the book. I think it might be At the Throne of Grace. No, Into His Presence by Tim Chester. And so that is a second collection of Puritan prayers. If you have a copy of Banner of Vision, of Banner of Vision, of Valley of Vision, which is published by Banner of Truth, if you've got a copy of that, I commend to you Tim Chester's Into His Presence. In fact, I liked both of those books so much that uh, this past Christmas I invited some folk to our house, some young single men that I think have potential in terms of church leadership, and I gave them my copies of Valley of Vision, and I gave them my copy of uh, Into His Presence, and uh, yeah, basically entrusted it to them, um, hoping that they will grow from exposure to those prayers, those two prayer books. So that's Valley of Vision. And Into His Presence by Tim Chester, together with the website MatthewHenry.org. And then the fourth book on prayer that I found most helpful is Before the Throne of Grace. I think that's the title, and it's by John MacArthur. Again, a collection of prayers, a helpful devotional study of praying. The truth is that prayer isn't easy. It is a discipline. It is something that we are to discipline ourselves to do. It is something that we are to do. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. We find a command to pray. I'm thinking particularly of Philippians chapter 4. I'm just going to go make sure that that is a command. Um, or do not be anxious. There definitely is a command. And we to respond to do not be anxious by praying with all things. And um, giving supplication to Jesus Christ who will keep our hearts and our minds. Um, but but we, we are told to pray we are told to pray for one another it's one of the one another verses um, and, and so as we aspire to pray more as we realize that we might be languishing in this area can I encourage you to go to heroes who have passed before us Matthew Henry the Puritans uh, heroes who are in our congregation praying faithfully uh, every Sunday go to your church's prayer meetings and um, God's word read the book of Psalms go and read in the New Testament the various different New Testament prayers including Jesus Christ's prayer um, as he prays to the Father and teaches his disciples to pray um, I, I, I encourage you to dwell on the fact that we have the Holy Spirit within us making intercession to the Father. We have Jesus Christ next to the Father making intercessions for us and encourage you to remind you that we have entered into this relationship with God the Father and therefore we have the ability to make supplication, petitions, thanksgiving, confessions and adoration to him um, because of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a great question. What to do when you struggle to pray? I have no doubt that you have maybe one or two things that I haven't thought of. Um, I'd encourage you to send those in. I'd love to engage uh, with what you say as well. 